conducting global research, marketing your brand to a multilingual audience, with translation, transcription, voiceover, and subtitling services in over 75 languages, we'll make the connection to your audience in their own language. Get the linguistic accuracy you expect with the cultural nuance you need, all tailored to your needs with friendly service. Try Multilingual Connections. Mention Little Bird Marketing for $100 off your first project. Multilingualconnections.com Insights Marketing Day is back. This one-day virtual event will be packed full of industry-leading speakers providing essential tips and tools to improve your company's marketing. From social to web, blogging to podcasting, we'll cover a range of topics that need to be addressed for a successful, comprehensive, and interconnected marketing plan. We'll talk big picture with strategy and annual content calendars down to granular level micro actions so you leave informed and inspired. If you're ready to get a jump start on your 2021 marketing goals, you need to attend Insights Marketing Day. Visit insights-marketing.org. Use the code PERCH, P-E-R-C-H, at checkout for 20% off your ticket price. See you there. Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. I'm Priscilla McKinney. I'm the Little Bird Mama and CEO. With me today is Ashley LeBlanc. You know her, you love her, but basically she just makes me look good. So (laughs) welcome again to the show. (laughs) We're glad you can join us. Uh, So what we do here at Little Bird Marketing is really just, you know, cut through the crap. I like to refer to our podcast as a way that we pull back the curtain. You know, it's just a guy back there. It's not not really a wizard, people. I love that metaphor because people, you know, think about marketing sometimes as things that's so lofty, so beyond them. But the reality is it's just people behind the curtain pulling certain levers. But then the question becomes, well, how do they know what levers to push? Because the reality is there is so much out there in terms of opinion, marketing efforts to do, should you do this on your website, should you do this with content, should you do this with your email, and blog. I mean, there's just questions and questions and questions. And so that's why we like to, you know, really hone in on one particular issue about marketing and tell you the truth about it. And maybe for one last metaphor, I'll throw in here, we like to show you how the sausage is made. (laughs) We're going to talk about some website uh, sausage today. (laughs) Um, Hopefully that'll be the end of the crazy metaphors, but we're going to talk today about three website metrics that actually matter. Yeah, because simply put, your website matters and like really matters. <laughs> in a digital world, it's where you meet people, it's your first impression, to your future customers. But before you type in your URL and start auditing your website's appearance, we want to talk to you today about website metrics and how you should be tracking and evaluating your website's performance. And that could be kind of scary. <laughs> those those words, KPIs, key performance indicators, uh, marketing metrics, all those words can seem 
really big or even glamorous, but again, we're going to pull back the curtain for you a little bit because in digital marketing, marketing data, that's how we track progress. And it's how we make informed decisions from determining your marketing budget to the details of your next campaign. Marketing metrics are honestly just the way that you guide success or the way that you, you reach your goals. Uh, there's no denying that data um, analytics is now, it's now on the rise. And as a matter of fact, more than 70 million websites are now using analytics tools. Google Analytics is definitely at the top of the list. We use that all the time and its usage rate is at about 40% right now. Right. And having a real deep understanding of where you truly are right now will be the very first step in being able to cast a different future and and to chart your course, really, about how, how is it that we are going to get here as a company, right? So a lot of people come and they, they want to talk about, okay, where should I be in metrics? But I'm like, you got to know where you are right now before we can, you know, vision cast about where you could be. So looking at your metrics and insights is really that deep first step of looking at insights. It's worth it to do. You need to be able to see what's working, what's not. And and like I said, just knowing where you're starting from. And if you're asking like, why, why track numbers, which most people aren't, I get it. People know that we need to track numbers. We need it. We need those analytics, but we're not tracking numbers for the sake of un, for tracking numbers <laughs> that that's not the point here. Uh, really numbers don't lie. It's quite actually the opposite. They uncover truth. And at Little Bird, that's why we think tracking analytics is so important because that's where the story lies. We don't report on numbers. We use the numbers to tell the story of the data and specifically what we're talking about in, in this podcast episode, the story of your website. I love that. And I think that's why we have such an interesting niche with market researchers <laughs> specifically is because, yeah, they trade in, in data, right? But that's where they start. And then they tell the story, they give the insight. So even if you're having a meeting with us, yeah, we're giving you the data about your website, but we're trying to poke at it and say, why, what, what, what are the underlying issues and what is this telling us really? So it's more than just numbers. And that's why, you know, it, on one hand, it's like, yes, yes, look at your numbers. But this is why we want to talk about three metrics that actually we feel really matter because it's about understanding what they're trying to say to you. Right. And I know you could get on Google and you could do a quick search about top marketing metrics I should be tracking, but honestly, you're probably going to be a little overwhelmed with all of the options. As a marketer myself, I can be overwhelmed with what Google will spit back at you. So we're going to boil it down to three. These are the three metrics that actually matter when it comes to tracking your website. So a lot of people talk with me about you know, website visits, but specifically the first one we want to talk about is about source. <laughs> Where are people coming to you from? And before we even talk about that, I just want to say on another level, what I think is even more helpful is to look at where people are coming from specifically with organic traffic. And again, we like to break this down really easy, but it, it is very simple. Direct traffic means people are typing in littlebirdmarketing.com. They knew us. They knew they wanted to come find us. A referral traffic is 
you know, you read something really great that we wrote on social media or on a guest blog or somewhere else, and it referred you back to us. But organic is the one where I type in the very best marketers on the entire planet and also they're good looking and little bird marketing is served up. <laughs> That's the ultimate organic. So they don't know little bird, but they have a problem or a need and they're actually talking about it in their own language. And does that their own language deliver you as the most obvious choice to solve their problem? So Talking about source, like where are people getting to you? Where are they coming? Where were they right before they came to your site? That's a super great uh, uh, metric because it helps you understand what, uh, what is actually driving new business. And it's good for you too because organic traffic, if you can absolutely move the needle on growing your organic traffic, understanding why people who don't know you are coming to you, you need to capitalize on that on that because search engines, all the algorithms are really heavily biased toward, are you good at making strangers into welcome visitors? Meaning they feel like your page is very authoritative if other people who never knew who you were click on you. <laughs> so it's one of those metrics that really should, it, that really merit a deep dive. So yes, find out where people are coming to you from. What source? Is it LinkedIn more? Is it a guest blog that you did somewhere? Is it a, is it a, a directory listing you have somewhere? Wherever it is, find out where they're coming to you, but pay more attention to the or, where the organic traffic is originating from. Okay. Our second one is the average time on page. And this one's very important for me because I think it is a really good indicator of the quality of, of the content that you're putting out, or even the quality of the copy on your website. So let me break it down. The average time on page is exactly what it sounds like. It's the amount of time that users are spending on a page of your website. So you can track this stat for your overall website, or you can drill down and look at just your blog, just a blog posting, just a landing page for a gated piece of content. You can get minute and look at specific pages, but just looking at the overall time on page for your website is important. Of course, you want to aim for longer time on page. We have some clients that their average time on page is well over four minutes and they sustain that. Um, I would say a, a realistic uh, time on page a lot of times is between a minute and a half, two minutes. If you're looking something at something like a blog, um, you're going to see a little bit of a longer time on page because people are reading and longer time on page should indicate that people are reading your content, that it's engaging, um, and then that it's answering their questions. Mm -hmm. um, and, and honestly, this one is great for uh, your, your authority with Google too, because Google actually uses this metric to determine how good your site actually is. Like, and the, the better that Google ranks your site, the better you're going to do in their search platform. When people are searching things like, let's go back to those organic search words. And when people are, are searching, you know, marketing firm near me or best content marketing firm, little bird would pop up because our time on page is stellar. 
So you definitely want to track time on page. Like I said, track it for your overall site, but then get minute and look at specific, your specific pages, um, especially ones that are holding uh, your solid pieces of content. So your blog and your landing pages. Awesome. I love how uh, average time on page really helps you hone in on, on your sweet spot. So yeah, it would, it's great. We always push, you know, you've got to have amazing content. Like it has to be worthwhile content because they won't stay if it's not. But also you have to have enough volume just because you wrote that one amazing piece, you know, six months ago and people are still looking at it. That's all well and good. But if you only have that one piece, then they're not going to be having what we call like an Easter egg moment. Oh, look at this. I found it. Oh, and look over here in this corner. And, this, and what happens is that if you do create amazing content and then you get the next best step, which is create a high volume of it, <laughs> then you can start connecting those different pieces together in a way that makes sense to the user. So I may have come in to start talking about, you know, content marketing, but then I realized, oh, okay, wait a minute. Now I realize that it's really my web design is so bad. Maybe we should start with that. Well, I could have had someone understand that through going through a piece of content. And then I give them the option. It's almost like on ramps and off ramps within content. Um, and so, you know, when you were interested in talking about content marketing, but as it turns out, maybe I'm now a little bit more interested in talking about website. Can you bring me to your next logical piece that helps me understand if I really am on the right track? Do I want to recreate my website? And so I'm letting the actual user kind of choose their own adventure on my, on my blog content because I have not only expert authority, but I also have enough volume and I, I've got it organized in a way that they can go find it. And I guess that kind of brings me to what we truly know about marketing, which is that people on average are reading 12 to 14 pieces of content before they're making a decision to buy. And I always ask my clients as they come on board, okay, but before we get started with you, how many of those 12 to 14 pieces of content belong to you currently? Because that's what we're trying to get. We're trying to get share of voice. And actually that's what average time on page is leading into. It's do you really have the share of voice out there for your area of expertise? Do you have enough volume of quality content where they don't need to go to another page. They get to spend all of it with you. And our last metric actually ties perfectly into time on page. I, when I build my dashboard for analytics, I like these right next to each other because our third metric that we, that we suggest that you measure for your website is bounce rate. So that will be presented as a percentage and it's the percentage of single page sessions um, that leave without interacting any further on your website. So they didn't take the next action. They didn't, you know, start on your homepage and then go to your blog or your services. They went to a single page and then they left your website completely. And everyone has a bounce rate, but if you see your bounce rate changing, if you see that percentage getting higher, this is something you need to do a little bit more investigating on. Um, it's okay that people are leaving your site. It's going to happen. And for some of our clients, we have some B2C clients, their website serves for almost a single page. They need information. Great. They got it. I know where you're located. I know the phone number. Maybe they just need to visit one page, but uh, for a lot of our other clients, that's not where we want the, the 
the journey to end on web. We want someone to enter through a page, but then, you know, find their way onto another blog and then maybe a podcast and then maybe a research page where, uh, or a resource page where they give their information over and now they've become a lead in your system. Uh, if, if you see that you have more and more people leaving your website, I have just a couple of questions that I think you should ask yourself. So number one would be, does my page have a call to action? That one seems pretty simple, but are you telling people exactly what you want them to do next? Does your page have conflicting information? So are you, and Priscilla, you would call this friction. Are you creating friction to where they don't know what to do or they're so confused that they're just going to go find someone else that's solving their problem for them? And this kind of ties into the next one. The next point is, is the page user-friendly? Can people figure out how to even navigate the page or do you have a pop-up that's so large on mobile that they can't even scroll? So they're just exiting the app and they'll go find another website. And that is the last one too, is the page optimized for mobile. Um, make sure that when you're designing a page, even a landing page, even a pop-up that you are checking it on mobile because it could look entirely different and be causing people to leave your website after visiting just one page. Right. And you know how when we talked about the first point about knowing where people are, uh, you know, originating from when they come to your website and they talked about how, you know, organic traffic kind of as a subset of that is very, very important. Well, likewise with bounce rate, I think when I start seeing bounce rates go up, the first thing that I do, the first kind of layer of the onion that I peel back is to go look what's happening with bounce rates coming from social. And I think that's a trigger point for some companies because sometimes there's a disconnect between the content that's maybe on the website, maybe for the uh, landing page or the conversion, or maybe the real point of the blog or how the point of view of how it's written. And somehow there's been a disconnect with how the person who's actually uh, promoting it through social. And so that's kind of a classic um, bait and switch problem. For me, um, we don't want to write really compelling, compelling social posts that get people to come to a website page that they really didn't mean to come to. And that's when you see bounce rate go up because people clicked there. So they obviously meant to click to your website, but what made them immediately turn off? And that uh, alignment with, I, I think it's about, it's about really content integrity. Are we really pitching this blog on social in a way that really is attracting, you know, the right person and bringing them to something that is exactly what they expected. Now, maybe it's better than what they expected and they're very delighted and they stay, but you can't create the, you know, uh, social media posts that are really out of alignment with what they're truly going to get when they get to your website. And we could go on and on and on about all the website metrics that we feel. We, we have a huge list of things we personally look at, but like we said, this is going to be bite-sized. Mm -hmm. So these are just three things that you can start measuring today that are going to give you a really good indication on how your site is working and how your content is performing. And if you want to go on a deeper dive about what this looks like in real life, you can always visit littlebirdmarketing.com forward slash resources. We have a really interesting six-month case study up right now, and it deals with some other things, but also for a particular client deals with their website traffic, the sourcing, looking at the bounce rates, but really heavily talks about time on page. So if that's of interest to you, 
take a little bit of a deeper dive. But from all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.